you nailed it. Now, Bailey, before we leave from here, I, I want you to I want you to talk about something that I think is very, very important. Now, that's great in that aspect, but I also want you to talk about the things that pull you away from the things you know that um, that are not for you. So, like just gang activity, drug activity, girls activity. I'll talk about how you have to deal with that and talk about. I want you to talk about the um, the attraction because there are some attractions to some of those things. Now, the first reason why you don't do it is because you know Miss Kian will just take you out. That's the number one. Amen, amen. But but outside of her take taking you out, I I want you to think about young people who will watch this, and I want you to give them some some tips, some uh, some tools that they can use because I know. You're gonna to have to deal with facing some of your fears and the the idea of I'm gonna be ostracized. I'm gonna be called the you know the choir boy. Uh, you know he's a square. He don't want to have no fun. All this stuff. Talk about those things that a generation is having to deal with in real time. Well, um, I know that some people like that get involved and stuff like that. It's because that's how they were raised. Okay. Um, or they were taught that it's okay to do this or it's like it was normalized i right. know some people like myself at one point i was not involved in any gang as officially and stuff but i'm saying back in elementary school um, i would do things that were very silly and that would make me look very stupid just so i could be cool i, I could mm. look cool and it, it yeah. wasn't but um during uh, the beginning of the pandemic, I don't know what happened, but for some reason, I didn't care about what anybody else thought of me or uh, how I wanted to live my life. I just, I just did me, and being me is sitting at simply sitting at my table, drawing my art, listening to music, just chilling. I don't have to be involved in that stuff just to seem cool, because I know so many other people no matter if like they don't even have to be my age i know a lot of people think that i'm cool and that they know what i'm doing is um it's very inspirational but um i mean in order to stay out of that just just do you mm -hmm. uh to be honest you don't have to do stuff that you feel uncomfortable with or mm -hmm. um don't like just so other people can accept you. You just right. have to be yourself because there is one thing that's guaranteed. There's somebody else out there that is very similar to you. Absolutely. And there we go. They're going to they're going to like the same things that you like. So yeah. um, I forgot who said it, but uh, you just have to find you just have to find the right people. Right. Steve, right people. Steve, I'm yeah. getting ready to come to you, Steve Bailey. Before we get out of here, drop this out here. In the last in the last two years, how many young men your age, younger or older, that you know are no longer here? Hmm. I watched. I did that for a reason. Pause right there. He had to go into deep thought to calculate how many. Whereas when we were his age, if you'd asked us this question, we were going to be like, none, zero, maybe one. And the one that died probably died in a tragic car accident. 
So we're not just sitting around talking just some feel-good stuff. I'm talking about things that are going to save lives. Um, we live in the Houston area, for those that are watching. Um, we got quite a few news outlets. And I just tally on a weekly basis how many young men Bailey's age um, are never see their 18th birthday. And so when you talk about a generation, the genocide, the wiping out of a, the erasing, um, the extinct, the, um, uh, a generation being extinct, I'm telling you these principles, these things that we're talking about, it saves lives. Not just Bailey's uh, age group life, men our age that you see on the screen, people in your house. So I don't want you to answer the question, Bailey, but I did it because I knew you were going to go into the hourglass. And for us, that's a problem. He's trying to tally up how many. And I want you to understand that's a problem. It's, it's a problem. So not, not that I want you to answer it. I did that just for that reason. Um, Steve, I'm coming to you. Was there something you wanted to chime in on, on what Bailey said? Because I want to ask you a question, Steve. Well, I kind of just wanted to say uh, yeah. when brotherhood, man, kind of what it, all of this has been saying, man, you, you can kind of feel if this is somebody you want to be around. Absolutely. And, you know, coming, me, I was, they used to call me an old soul because I used to always want to be around <laughs> the older guys, man. Yes, sir. I knew, you know, without having a dad around, you know, my grandfather, he was quiet, but having those old souls around, man, and they saw us do something, Stevie, don't do that, man. That's going to catch you down the line. Or, Stevie, yeah. boy, I'm proud of you, man. You did this, you did that. And I was looking for that. Mm-hmm. And I found that after, you know, before I got saved, you know, man, I was way left. Yeah. That crowd, I, I knew that crowd and I was, I, I wanted to be with that crowd. But then it was as that crowd began to start doing things that just, I was thinking, we were, when you said, man, I was thinking about one time this guy came in, I found, we was in an apartment complex, found out he was from Detroit. And I'm young, you know, and we want to roll. We, I still remember we get ready, you know, walk to the store. We were talking, man. And this, all of a sudden, this boy had a gun and he wanted to rob somebody. <laughs> and, man, I got scared as I don't know what and roll. I was like, no, man, this ain't that ain't what I want to do. You know, that just wasn't in my heart to hurt nobody. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I got separated from that, man. But I have been able, by the grace of God, man, been able to, to be – with some good brothers across my lifetime. I've asked God right. to the right people, right men in my life to hold me accountable. Right. Uh, one of my buddies said, man, we're we going to be holding each other accountable. Shoot, still ought to be able to come by your house and knock on your door. And when I knock on your door, your wife ought to be in there with you. Wow. You shouldn't have no other woman in the house with you. I, wow. I that. Wow. It's kind of accountability I'm all for. You know, hey, I yeah. want to do the same. Are you loving your wife as Christ loved the church? Yeah, yeah. You know, those kind of things. But I'm just saying, man, you kind of feel, you can feel when you, you want you around somebody that's either going to be an impact for you or either going to change your life to where you could end up in a hole somewhere, if you know what I mean. Got you. Hey, Steve, before I let you go, Wayne, get ready. I'm coming to you. Then I'm going to hit you again, Keith. Now, Steve, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to dig in something while we're here with Brotherhood. And I think you, you have, you have some nuggets to share with us about this. Talk about, let's talk, let's dig here. Talk about 
when you you have that brotherhood or that friendship and it, it looks like the light, but it turns dark and it's a betrayal and the hurt and the pain of it. And it hurts so much. It says, I ain't never let nobody in like that again. This, this, this friendship, this brotherhood stuff is whack. And God, then you t- God, you knew you saw it. Why, you know, why'd you, all of these things, because like when you love, man, and you care about people and you're trying to do things when you're hurt, man. And, and I want, and the reason I want to talk about the hurt is when you're hurt in that brotherhood relationship, you already hurt through the fatherhood thing that you're struggling with. Now you get that. It's like, it kills my ability to see the help that I really need. Cause in life, trust me, I, I said to her, life is hard. You have to live it hard. I promise you, you're going to be let down. You're going to, man, you're going to shed some tears. People going to die. <laughs> People going to get sick, man. The thing that you thought worked out, it ain't going to work out. Some great things, they're going to come to it. It's life. But if, if we don't know how to handle the seasons of the cards we've been dealt, it, it'll cause us to close up and go into caves. We, we have a lot of men, you know them, they're in caves. So I want you to talk about that a little bit. And then after that, we're coming to you, Wayne, Keith, and then Tehran. I got I want you to close us out with that because I know something. I'm going to ask you a question about that, Tehran, at the end that I want you to clarify some things. Go ahead, Steve. You know, I, I've, I've been impacted by some relationships over the years. Uh, just got to throw this one out here. One by by a leader, by a pastor. Yeah. Just yeah. Love him to death. Yeah, everything was beautiful. Years had gone by, and then when when it really hit the fan, right? Uh, I got threw under the bus. I got humiliated, and you know, it just changed, and it really hurt, and it made it, it tied in to that to that relationship with you know relationships I lost with my my dad, and absolutely, and and and, and that was a hand man that I had to play. Yeah, didn't quite understand that hand, but I after I after that hand had been played and I got a new hand, that was another relationship came. This time it lasted twenty years. Became godfather of my children and betrayed me after twenty years over something small and minute. Right. I had to process that through. I'm gonna say it right here. I use some bad words. Instead of a good word, I use some bad words. <laughs> we all have, man. Garage. We all have. I was in my garage, probably man, cut just using that man. You did me wrong, but I had to confront it. Yeah. And when I confronted that that brother and, and he and, and he and he wasn't quite honest, I came back again, confronted, and it just didn't work. I said, okay, I'm good. So I said, Lord, I need some new friends. I need some new, some new hey, as I sharpen iron, bring me a new one in. Okay, yeah. but now I know. Now I know what to look for when I get that hand again. Okay, I've seen this before. Okay, so I'm not gonna take it as personal this time. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I know how to play it, and just keep all of my, you know, my close. I can count them on one hand. I got several relationships too. I got, like he said, I got relationship with the fellas in my neighborhood, but I wanted that because I have a bunch of girls that grew up in my home. Yeah. I want to know what kind of men was around in my neighborhood. Yes, sir. That I could trust. And I know, and I know how to play. I know how to, how the game goes that you're not going, you know, I know they're going to be all right with my girls. Okay. I won't leave them alone by myself, but I understand every, cause they got girls and kids too. And then as that group list, people like you and Keith, you know, Hey, we might not talk every day, but when it's time to roll, it's time to hit the ground, run yes, it, sir. doing some ministry. Boom, I know I got y'all. We finna roll. That's it. And we're gonna get that taken care of. 
And right. so that's, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a feel for it. You know, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta go through some stuff. You're going to learn in life, uh, Bailey, with some relationships that you're going to have along the way. So there's going to be some good, some bad, and some ugly. Yeah. What you got to do is take out the, take out the ugly, take out the good, keep, keep I mean, ugly in the bad, keep the good as much as possible and keep moving forward. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. No, that's good. That's what I want to hear. Hey, Wayne, man, you, um, incredible to me, incredible life, you know, your service to, in the military, man, um, you're, uh, you're in corporate America now, and you've, uh, you had the unique ability to lead people on different playing fields. Um, and then even your ability, how you're leading in your family. So those are three different um, venues, right? Three different uh, stadiums that you played in, and you've had the experience of the booze of the crowd. Um, how? And then this recent, you know, you were... Wayne was here living in Dallas in the Addison area. He just recently went back to California. Um, talk to us about um, what that looks like and how do you deal with it when it's just not tasteful, man, and you still have to function, you still have to um, do what's right, and you hurt, man. I call it leading while bleeding. Like, How do you do that? How do brothers actually do that? Um, give us some insight on how that on what that looks like and how do you, how you handle it? Well, like I always go back to my grandfather. And okay. He, and he, we used to always sit on the back porch and he, he joined these Mickey's, big mouth <laughs> Mickey's. They always tell me, whenever he told me, go get him a Mickey, come sit out and talk to me. I knew he had something to talk to me about. Yes, yes sir. Uh, going, yes, that's, sir. That, that's that big mouth. That's that the big, big mouth. mouth. <laughs> it's the big mouth. Come on. <laughs> I go get that big box whistle out there. And I remember <laughs> one day, as we had this conversation, he told me, does God put people in your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime? Okay. And what we're talking about now is how do you recognize those people in your life? How do you recognize to make sure that you understand what you can to share with them and how to share life with them? And getting back to what you're asking me about right now is how do you know how to respond to situations within your life? Mm -hmm. God would, in my life personally, I can say this here, he's always prepared me for that day. I may not understand, I couldn't understand why I was going through things in my life when I was going through them, but he always made sure I was prepared for that day. Even my family, and my mama called you bust again, Harry. You know, I, you know what I went, what we went through with the family reunion. How I had to pull absolutely, that back together. I absolutely, had to deal with so many different generations. Yes, four, four generations I had to deal with and try yes. to make them coexist. And and sometimes getting back to the point we really talk about brotherhood. You, I had some brothers in my life that, going back to what Steve said a second ago, we hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. we we there for each other to the good time the bad times dark times and but we always hold each other accountable sometimes we don't want to hear it but we have to hear it we have to step up and say hey man this this and that and if and getting back to the young brother bailey said you know i think it's important he's saying something but he don't know what he's saying yet because he hasn't been through those steps in life yet but when you go through life, you're going to realize that you have to be 
happy being alone, being by yourself and not having anybody else around you. You have to be happy in that, that, that moment. Because a lot, trust me, there's a lot of people in life who are not happy being by themselves. They right. feel they have to be with someone else to be happy. And, and God has been blessed me early on in my life to be happy by myself. Mm. And getting one of the things Keith said to me earlier, I, I take notes, man. I always, whenever I'm talking, I take yes, notes. As you get a little bit older, you can't remember all this stuff. So, <laughs> now, Keith said something earlier about weakness. Sometimes, and, and, and trying to work, trying to have people that look up to you because that makes us feel strong. That mm -hmm. takes our weakness away and make us feel strong. But also you mentioned about these other brothers who have education, who have more book knowledge than he felt like they that he might have. But put yourself in a position where you're trying to get better. If you always sit, if you're sitting on your laurels, that means somebody's catching up with you. <laughs> if you're not moving forward, that means someone's catching up with you. And the last thing I would say about that is this here is always all in my life. I always try to find something that's moving me forward. Yeah. Even yeah. my team in corporate America, I tell yeah. them when I took over this, I, we did a reorganization of our organization. And I took over. I have like a, two teams of people we joined together. Yeah. And I told them, I said, we're not going to look in the rear view mirror. We're going to yes, look sir. out the windshield. We're going to keep moving forward. Whatever happened in the past is the past. Mm -hmm. We can't do anything about it. Same thing with life. Yeah. I can't change life. God, God put me through that for a reason. I asked God to help me understand why he put me through that so I could be ready for the next situation. So I just, one thing I would tell the brethren on this call is that just keep looking forward because God's mm -hmm. going to prepare you for that next step. And like Keith, man, I'm telling you, brother, I, I sit in rooms where people think they have these Talk about it. And Talk about it. Knowledge and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there looking at them like, are y'all serious? But they don't have the common sense. They don't have the, the street <laughs> sense. And, and I say, man, you, you guys had a book sense. Not, and they know when I start talking, they just all of me sit back and know I'm about to break them off. And I tell them, I say, it's three different Waynes. It's the Wayne before the Marine Corps, the yes, Wayne sir. in the Marine Corps, and it's Corporate America Wayne. Let's keep Corporate America Wayne here. That street Wayne, that's somebody, <laughs> you might not want to deal with him right now. <laughs> but I, I don't want to deal with him right now. So I'm going to stay with, and I say all that to say, that these brothers, if you have that had a book smart, pick their brain for book book yeah. smart. Also, you contribute a lot, my brother, because they're trying to figure out something that they don't have. And God put you in their life and put you guys together uh -huh. to help each other grow. And so I just say that to you, my brother. And I, and I wish all you guys the best because yeah. this brotherhood is, is me and my three, my two brothers. One name is Marcus and the other name is Charles. Yeah. And we talk. Yeah. When we talk about stuff and we have these conversations about life, we all have kids. I, my daughter's 33. Their, their daughter, one of my buddy's daughter is 33 and his son is 33. Yeah. And can you imagine the conversation we have about 33-year-old young men and women? Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. Think about us. That's good. If, we, if we call each other, man, guess what she said? I guess what he did? Mm -hmm. Man, that, that 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 didn't change nothing. Hey, I did right. the same thing a couple weeks ago. Absolutely, so, <laughs> absolutely. So I, I say all and say, 
I like what Harry's doing here is bringing us all together because we all go through the same struggle. Yeah. One thing changed the names and the faces. That's it. The game, is, the game is still the same. That's it. So, Keith, hold on before you go. Two things. I want to give Teron his question, but let me say for the record, I know Keith, he said, yeah, he, he liked being around for, the, for that knowledge, but I, let me tell you this straight up. Let me let the world know. If I'm going to the park and, and, I, I, I'm, and I need a partner to go with me, where it's an education battle, a fist battle, a knowledge, a work battle, I'm taking this cat down here at the bottom with me. I'm going, I'm taking them with me. I put all my, put my money. I, I don't know who the other two players in, but they in trouble. They, as the old people say, you in trouble? You in trouble? Yeah. So before you go, Keith, Teron, I want, I want you to cap this off, um, this conversation off. Uh, I know Keith, he's getting ready to come in on the brotherhood, but um, like I said, I've been knowing Teron since he was a young man. And um, I've seen leadership qualities in him as a young man. I mean, when I say, I said I had met a young man like Bailey, I, I have to take that back. I met Teron Gibbry. Y'all are different in your, um, in your flavor, but in actuality, you guys are alike. Teron was the exact same way. Um, he was a hard worker as a young man. Went to school, had a job. I mean, his dad did, like I said, his, a, a, a phenomenal job with him. I know Wayne, he jumped out, but he'll be right back in with us. But this is what I want you to talk about as brotherhood, because I think this is a part that's missing. Once again, me and this gentleman, we talk a lot about this, but I think you do a great job of it. So I want you to give us nuggets. So to run, you, obviously you are a teacher and you're a coach, but what a lot of people don't know about you is you, you coached at the college level first, and then you went to high school. So my, my question to you and how, what I want you to respond on is how do you, when you see the best and the worst in a student athlete and young men that a lot of times they don't stay at school, end up coming back to our society, how did you work the fine line of being a brother to them when you were their coach? Because the dynamic of that is we think it's just that way in high school and in college. But Keith, as a former player, professionally, college, he will tell you it doesn't change because once it's over, you just get new coaches. I'm just, all of us are going to have a coach in life, whether we want one or not. And the sooner we can embrace having those coaches, we have to understand the different roles, right? So, yeah, I go out and whatever you want to call me, motivational speaker or whatever, I promise you when I come to 4940, I'm a husband and a father. Right. You know, my wife teased me one time, like, uh, I'm not your YouTube channel. And she was absolutely right. In other words, I'm trying to be in this role when I need to be a husband. Right. So I want you to answer that question to Ron. OK, you're on this side. I'm looking for you down there. Y'all don't shift on me. So, Keith, man, I want you to chime in on that conversation, man, about the, uh, you know, the brotherhood, because I, I, you know, I tell people I've been telling people a long time. I think you're the ultimate brother. And I think when people hear me say that, they think perfect. I don't mean perfect. I, I, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about my grandfather told me, he said, my grandfather never would me. You know, the women in my family, lay lady. But my grandfather told me, he said, he said, you want me to get a hold of you? If I ever find out that you let anybody outwork you and you better always show up. 
And I promise you, he told me, he said, going to be people faster than you, smarter than you, all of that. He said, but you better not ever let nobody outwork you. And that's what I've done in my whole life, right? I'm just make sure you're not going to outwork me. If I got to stay up longer, get up earlier, whatever I got, I'm going to outwork you. And so um, when you come from those type of things, um, when you look at relationships, sometimes when, you, when, you, when you're in an unfamiliar relationship, if we be honest, it could be intimidating, not necessarily that you see yourself in a lesser way. It's intimidating because like he said, I, I, maybe I don't have information in your world, but I want to be around it to know. That's, that's us talking. But the average guy, they'll look at it and be like, they'll begin to put negative talk on it or they'll put a negative spin on it. And really what they don't understand, it's a blessing waiting for them if they would just invest in it. Because we all know when you start having the conversations, like, wow, some of the things he's doing, I know how to do. I just haven't been doing them, right? You learn those things through brotherhood, right? So keep chiming on it, man. Tell, give us some of your thoughts on what you've heard us say thus far and how you, know, how you feel about some of those things as related to brotherhood. Yeah, I think it's interesting when, when you, the comment you just made about us and how we feel about people who are, are successful or not. And the, the attitude we can take toward those people. Um, I think something that I've learned in my life is I love to, to see people succeed. Yeah. And I say genuinely in my heart, I root for anybody and everybody to do well. Mm-hmm. And I love to surround myself with people who are doing well. Um, and you talked about our relationship and, um, and what it meant to you and the longevity of it. Um, it's interesting when I sit down and take inventory of our relationship um, and we talk about different phases or seasons or reasons people are in our lives. Right. Um, it, it's interesting because I think with our relationship, it was for a season, it was for a reason, mm-hmm. and at this point, it's for a lifetime. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and I think our relationship has changed. And, um, and I don't know if I have the words to truly define how important our relationship is, you and I, and what I've learned from you probably mm. just the last, you know, 10 years since I've been in Houston, um, based on the fact that I've been knowing you for, you know, 40 some years, basically all my life. Right. Um, but it, it's so important. And it's the value that, I, that I've, I've, I've gotten from it. it. Again, I just don't have the words to truly express to you sure. what it means to you. You know, when I see your name come up on my phone, I get excited. I know we're going to, you know, we, I'm about to get some knowledge. I'm about to get fed. Right. Our, our, our conversation is just, it's, it's so important. Um, when, when I see your truck drive up in the neighborhood, when my wife sees you, when my son sees you, yeah. you know, they get excited. When you come to his games and video. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's mind blowing. You know, again, we talk about telling people what our relationships mean and the value that they, they bring to your life. Um, Again, you, you bring so much to me. Um, I'm so grateful that we came back in contact. And oh, man. Reconnected. Um, 100. And, and, and it, it happens for a reason, the way it happens. It's, mm-hmm. it, it is calculated. I think the good Lord is calculated on how he acts and how he, he, um, he lays out things. Um, because we have a gap in there where we didn't um, have yeah. any come. But when Absolutely. we pick that up. Um, it was probably our relationship was probably stronger when we picked back up than it had ever been. Absolutely. Perhaps maybe 10 or 15 years. And to me, that's mind blowing. Yeah. But again, I, just, I, 
I bring, it just gives me joy whenever I, I talk about you, I think about you. Um, and I think we need people in our lives, like you and I to each other, because we have so many similarities as far as where we're from and right. what I've been through. Right. And when we share, and for me to be able to share with you some things in my family, in my life, and you can relate to those things. Yeah. And, and the, the important thing is you can relate to them, but you always give a different perspective. Right. And I, right. I think it's important when you have people in your life that can relate to you, but they right. give you a different perspective and they're not afraid to give you that different perspective. Right. Um, that, that's a lot of value that you bring to my life. Um, oh, wow. Um, your, your family, your wife, you know, your son, your daughter, um, I mean, I love, I love you all. Like it, it's like you are a, a blood brother. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's how I feel about our relationship. Thanks. Um, and I, I, that's important. Um, the important part, I think, for us is to to see those relationships and understand them and understand yeah. what value they bring to us. And I think more, we need to do more of sharing with those people what those relationships. Right. Because you, have, I, I know, I've never said this to you. Absolutely. You may not feel this yeah, way. You. But, yeah. but I think, again, this podcast is one of those times that you had this for this reason for me to share with you. Absolutely. Um, wow. And, and it, you know, you validation on our relationship. And I don't think we have to do that, but I think it is important to do that. Sure. Uh, when we give people those those flowers and those kudos and tell mm. them what they do in life. Um, my, my son, when, when, he, when he sees you, you know, the joy he brings. My wife's not a people person at all. She's usually not happy to see most people, but when <laughs> she sees you, she gets excited. You know, she's like, I saw Harry wow. game, he did videos. Uh, you know, I saw Harry in, the, in, the, in his truck, you know. Right. Uh, that, that's important. Um, that's it. So, again, mm. our brotherhood is, it's, it's so important. It's, it's, it's priceless in my life. Oh, man, I received that, man. And let me say this for the record, the feelings are mutual. Feelings are mutual. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that's, I don't know if you said it or I said it, but I know we were having a conversation and the, the tone of the conversation is like, look, man, um, we got to, I'm tired of going to funerals and, and trying to speak about people that's laying over here before me. And when they were alive, I, I never told them how I felt, but yeah, I'm standing in front of all these people I really don't know. And I'm sharing with them what I should have been sharing with the person in the casket. And so a lot of mine stem from that. And so, man, that's that's really heartfelt, Keith. I appreciate it. And it the few the feelings here are mutual, not just me, but my family as well. You know, the impact that you have on my kids, my wife too, it, the feelings are mutual. And I'm getting ready to go to Tehran. And I'm glad you said that because I want to share something. I mean, I'm about I'm not sure I'm ready to, at this stage of the game. I don't care, but it's it's fact. So um I asked Tehran to talk about his role. Um in young men's life on a college level, high school level, because we see a world of young men that come from that category. But I want to sh- go back to something in school, and this is another nugget. We play ball together, right? Like, you play ball with people that they are ball players, right? Steve said that these were the best hands back in the day, right? You sit next to some of the best hands that was back in the day. So we played together, and I was an athlete. I could, I could play the different sports, but you understand what, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go do anything. So it's, it's crazy, man. Our high school coach, um, he put me on defense. I hated defense. I hated tackling. 
But I guess he thought I was athlete enough and I could fill a void or whatever. I don't know what he saw in me, but whatever he saw in me, I didn't see in me. So I'm just, and I'm being very, very, very transparent. I love football. I love everything about it. But I'm telling you, it was some games we played, man. I just like, man, I let the team down on tackles and maybe even some coverages. But watch this. Even though I, I didn't give my 100%, I wasn't even tripping. Why? Because this guy behind me was playing free safety. So I knew if whatever got by me, he was going to clean it up. No real talk, whether it was a pass, whether it was a run, whatever it was. And I remember one day I was sitting there thinking about that. I was like, that's where we miss it as men. You need to have relationships in your life, not necessarily that come and clean up where you, you, you make messes. But when you have somebody that covers, he covered the weaknesses that I had. Because listen to the position. Strong safety. A lot of times I was the corner on the side when they was running. I'm like, I need to be on the other side, Coach Remley. Put me on the other side. Now, on offense, I was a totally different mindset. But on defense, I just hated the contact. I didn't want to go up and have to challenge a pulling guard. Whereas he loved doing that stuff. My point is this, in life, in relationships, there are going to be some things that you're just not as strong as, right? Or you're not even as confident. But I promise you, the game changer is being in the relationships, having brothers that are strong where you're weak. And, and you being vulnerable enough and just saying, man, I, well, I don't like doing it or I'm not good at it. Can you help me? Now, in high school, I never went to him and was like, man, can you help me with this? Because help, him helping me was like, he's going to like, the only way I can help you, dude, you got to go up and hit. Ain't no other way around it. You're on the field, you got to tackle. You either got to go play, or if you're on the field, you got to go make the tackle. And in life, so many men are not making plays because of fear, fear to ask for help, right? That's a football analogy. But in essence, that's what we're dealing with. Because I'm telling you, you may not be fearful of coming up and hit. But there are some times you coming up and that boy running that rock, you're like, ooh, I don't know if I really want to go hit one for tubs like that. I don't know if I really want to come hit an Ivory Lee Brown in practice. Right? I, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to hit him, but <laughs> I'm not quite sure the outcome. And men deal with these type of things. So, Teron, I want you to put the cap on this part um, about that. Like, talk to us. How do we help our younger brothers who we see, not all of them, Cause that's not true. We see some young men doing great jobs, man. They handling their business and we applaud you, but we see way too many. That's not. So T put, put the cap on this, on this part of it. Um, as we get ready to kind of transition to get out of here. 